Hey, this is Tien Nagrat from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Mike Norman with us. Mike is the founder of Coach Yourself Up. He is a leadership trainer, executive coach, and an author. Coach Yourself Up teaches individual self-coaching skills to help them identify and shift self-limiting behaviors and thought patterns. Steed into self-awareness, building these programs aligns with Mike's philosophy that personal development is professional and career development. With that said. Let's welcome our today's guest, Mike Norman. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Karen. It's really a pleasure to be here. Very excited to host you today. Let's begin with your journey. Tell us what got you started in coaching. So I'm an engineer by schooling, Karen, and spent the first ten years or so of my career doing technical work, and then I ended up shifting into human resources and did a lot of management and leadership development work. And after a number of personal challenges, about 25 years into my career, I needed to take a break. And so I took what I thought was going to be four to six months off. And during that time, I ended up doing a fair amount, actually say a significant amount of personal growth work, becoming more self-aware. And I certainly thought I was a very self-aware guy. And one of the things that came on my radar was a coaching certification program from a place called the Hudson Institute of Coaching in Santa Barbara. And I ended up doing a lot of work that pointed me toward that and ended up taking the certification program. And it wasn't because I wanted to be a coach, Kieran. It was because when I saw the skills that coaches learn, great life skills, and I thought no matter what I do with my life, these would be amazing skills to have. And it just so happens that I then did parlay that into becoming a coach. Wow. And as far as it is concerned with the clients that you have been able to serve after becoming a coach, anyone who is a highlight, like anyone who is on the top of the mind either or close to your heart or someone you are really proud of, tell us about that experience of coaching that you have. Yeah, there's a number of them. And I'm thinking of a woman right now that I coached a while back and she was not an entrepreneur. I'll just be clear about that. Sorry for the entrepreneur audience, but she was, I know a lot of entrepreneurs come out of the corporate space, but she was wrestling with having way too much to do, which of course resonates with the entrepreneurs out there. And she found that she was, she had a problem with not being able to say no in certain situations. And so kept saying yes to everything, which became overwhelming. And so between helping her better manage her boundaries, right? And being more discerning around when to take on new responsibilities and becoming more comfortable delegating more work to other people, which she had a lot of beliefs, if you will, that delegation was not going to get her the quality of results that she needed. And so over the course of our coaching engagement, she began to shift those beliefs. And by the time we were done, she was able to report to her manager that she was working fewer hours and her team was getting more work done. So that's one example of of Mm -hmm. a client that I felt really good about our results. Totally. And can you please elaborate on the systems and processes that you put forth, not just to help this client, but any other client in Coach Yourself Up. Tell us about the systems and processes you guys tend to use. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning the name. So Coach Yourself Up, just 
real quickly. That is the name of a, a book that I've written and also a training program that I've created on an idea that I call self-coaching, Kieran. And I use a lot of those principles in my one-on-one -on -one coaching. And some of the, the key principles of that model, I would say, one is the power of self-observation. And it's a little bit counterintuitive, Kieran, but if somebody is trying to change a behavior, so if we go back to the one I mentioned earlier, if she's, if this person is trying to delegate more work or learn to say no in certain situations, the first step is literally to self-observe your current behavior and become more familiar with your pattern. It's one thing to say, yeah, I don't really like to delegate. It's another thing to start to pay attention to when are you not delegating when you could be and what's going on in those moments. So starting to get a little more in touch with your own inner landscape and the stories that you're telling yourself or the beliefs that you have that are holding you back. And so the more that you get in touch with what's going on, that, that gives us access typically to the stories. For example, in the delegation example, I have a belief that if I want this done right, I need to do it myself. Mm -hmm. And that belief will dictate my behavior. Once mm -hmm. I self-observe and start to get more clarity, wow, that's really, that, that's why I'm not delegating. We can then go to another tool that I use, which is this idea of challenging questions. And the idea is, can we start to challenge that belief? Can we challenge the notion that if you don't do it yourself, it won't be done well enough? And we start to experiment. So experimentation is another big tool in my approach where it's not, we don't need to move from not delegating anything to delegating lots and lots of stuff in one fell swoop. We need to start to experiment, find places where it feels less risky to start to do some delegation. And what typically happens, Kieran, is we typically find out that, wow, the quality of this thing actually is good. And I, I was worried about something that, frankly, I didn't need to be worried about. And so we start to, I talk about this notion of, we start to disprove our stories or disprove our beliefs. And that is what opens the door for real change. Because if I just start delegating without shifting my belief around what's going to happen, the odds are the pendulum just going to swing back very quickly. And I will get the self-fulfilling prophecy around poor quality in the results. And I'll prove to myself that my story was true as opposed to taking the other approach. I don't know if I answered your question, but I said a lot of stuff. But it quite answered some of it. And to get the answer to the rest of them, I'm going to ask you a few questions. That is about limiting beliefs, right? It's limiting beliefs, behaviors, and thought patterns. Yeah. So please elaborate on that. It all starts with identity. So can you please tell us how to shift all of it towards becoming a more fulfilled, successful person, desired person that we wish to become? Yeah, it, it's interesting, Kieran. The first step, and I assume... There's people on the call familiar with the idea of Alcoholics Anonymous, right? And they talk about the first step is recognizing that you're an alcoholic. And with self-limiting behaviors and beliefs, the same is true in that the first step is recognizing 
that the behavior or belief is actually limiting you. And, and that can be hard. That can be a hard thing. Some of us wander around knowing, I'll, I'll take a very simple example, leaders that yell at people in, for me, whether it's in private or in public is not acceptable, but let's take the leader that yells at people in public. Most of those leaders have a sense that this probably isn't the best behavior, but for whatever reason, they, they carry on with the behavior. But many of the limiting behaviors are not necessarily obvious to somebody that they're limiting. For example, I mean, think the, the person that doesn't speak up in meetings, they may feel very confident and comfortable that, Hey, I don't, I don't really have anything important to say. And so I'm not going to make any contributions. And meanwhile, other people might be making up stories about their level of engagement, or do they really understand what's going on? Because we never hear from that person. So, so step one is becoming aware of limiting patterns, limiting beliefs. And once I'm aware, and again, if I, so I've shared a few on the behavior side, if I think about the belief side, imposter syndrome, right? The notion that I'm not smart enough. I don't really belong here. People are going to find out that if I, that I don't belong here. A lot of times beliefs like that, people are aware that belief is holding themselves back. But what's interesting, Kieran, is these self-limiting beliefs are really sneaky in that we believe them to be truth with a capital T. If I feel like I'm not smart enough, I don't hold that as a, as a story or I hold that as a fact. I'm not smart enough. Mm -hmm. And so the idea with challenging those beliefs is literally just that is to say, Hey, guess what? As a human being through your lived life experiences, you have made up stories about yourself that you now operate as if they're true. And I'm here to tell you they're not. And can you have the courage to start looking at some of those aspects of yourself, things that you hold to be true, things that you hold to be, that's just the way I am. I can't change it and say, wow, what if this wasn't as true as I thought it was? And just being open-minded to challenging that truth and starting to ask yourself, if I didn't believe that, if I didn't believe that I didn't belong here, how might I act differently? Maybe I'd speak up in meetings uh, because I wouldn't be afraid of people finding out that I don't belong here because mm -hmm. I do belong here. So that, that I know, I'll pause there and see where you want to take it. Totally. So beliefs it is like once we have a hold of belief, we can take charge of the situation. So how to get hold of that belief i'll say how to strengthen our belief that we are a certain person and not the other kind this is you know and again i'll go back to my sort of my engineering background here which again a lot of engineer a lot of entrepreneurs are technical in nature this is about data collection right if i let's we'll keep going with that example let's say that i have recognized that i don't speak up in meetings and it's been brought to my attention. That is actually something that's limiting my success, that I should start to try to be more involved in meetings. I should start to try to make more contributions. Okay. Awareness point number one. Oh, this behavior of mine of not speaking up in meetings is self-limiting. Okay. I got that. Now we're going to use the self-coaching approach and we're going to say, spend some time paying attention to what's going on inside of you when you're not speaking up in meetings. 
And let's say through that self-observation process, I realize that, oh, yeah, I'm afraid to speak my mind because I feel like I don't really belong here. And if I speak up, people are going to see through me and they're going to recognize that I'm not as smart as, as they think I am because I know I'm not that smart or I don't belong here. So now I've got my story that sits under that drives that behavior. And now I start to challenge that story. and so. I would experiment and I would start to find meetings that feel safe for me to start making contributions. And as I start making contributions in meetings, in most cases, Kieran, whatever negative effect I thought was going to happen with me making contributions doesn't manifest. Oh, I made a couple of comments today and nobody called me a dummy. And actually, somebody actually thought one of my ideas was a good idea. And so I'm starting to build data like for my brain that is starting to counteract my initial belief. And as I get more and more examples of that new story, which is I belong here, it, it just starts to override and push the other story away. And my experience, Kieran, is that over the, again, this is not a flip the switch, work this over a week kind of thing. This is six months, 10 months, 18 months. But at some point, my experience is the person looks back and says, wow, I, I can't even hardly remember that other person, the one that felt so inhibited about speaking up in a meeting because now I'm so comfortable doing this. And oh, by the way, the cool thing about this self-coaching model is like your shampoo, right? Lather, rinse, repeat. This is something that you can then go on to the next, where else am I getting in my way? And let me work that behavior and make that shift totally i get it now now before we move forward into the conversation mike i want you to tell people about ways of getting your book and other ways of reaching out to you yeah no that, thank you kieran i appreciate that so yeah the book is coach yourself up and just want to clarify not that it will make it harder or easier to find but that is four words with self being a standalone word, which for me is very important, this idea of growing the self. And that's that you can find that book on Amazon, I think is the easiest place if you're for those listeners in the US and Canada, I believe you can go on the indie publishing website and have that book ordered from your local bookstore if you prefer to do that. And Porchlight Books, I believe has it with a little bit of a discount. And again, I think that may be a US only source. Um, Kieran is my website and on that website, you'll, there is information about the book and also about, there is an e-learning training program version of coach yourself up. And I'm very excited to announce, and this is the entrepreneur in me that hopefully this month, August, 2023, that we will be launching the async version of that on-demand program so that any individual anywhere in the world would be able to take my six-week e-learning program, the drill with the, the videos and the reading materials, et cetera. But I'm very excited about that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, Mike. We will surely reach out and get your book. And that leads me to my final question for the day. If you were to leave us with any thoughts or any action steps in particular, what would those be? That's a good question. The couple. So the one that bubbles to the top for me, we've touched on it today, this notion of how strongly we hold 
the beliefs we have about ourself to be the capital T truth. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I hear from people on the back end of going through my program is this hope and optimism that people say, these things that I used to think were un-about me, I now realize I can change. And that can be so liberating to think that, oh, instead of working, that I'm always going to be working with this disability or handicap or whatever, that, that I'm, I am an imposter. I just have to live with that. Or I am not smart enough. I just have to live with that. No, you can take steps to, as you said earlier, shift your mindset and take on a mindset that is one that is more, has more possibility. And I guess I would just segue that into this notion that, man, I believe so much in the potential that every single human being on this planet has. And yeah, like just, we all get in our own way. Some of us are very clear on how we do that. Some of us don't realize that we're doing it. And the more that I would just invite your listeners to really step into self-awareness work, personal growth work, and just the possibilities are limitless for what you can accomplish and achieve in this one precious life that we have here on planet Earth. Wonderful. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that message, Mike. And hopefully this was an enlightening call for the people who are listening to this conversation. There are there are so many things that you could accomplish, guys. Right knowledge with the right wisdom. And if you feel that any way you resonate with Mike, then you can reach out to Mike. And Mike, please one last time share the credentials or the best ways of reaching out to you. Yeah, I'd say the best way to reach out to me, I'm the only Mike Normand on uh, LinkedIn. So I love and, and I do post periodically LinkedIn articles, etc. So LinkedIn is the best way to connect with me. And definitely, I, I have a periodic newsletter that you could sign up for on coachyourselfup.com. And very soon, we'll have the, the async version of the online learning program available there as well. But yeah, I love interacting with people. Bring it on. Coachyourselfup.com, guys. So do reach out to Mike. Wonderful person to reach out to and speak with. With that said, that was today's episode of the Sparking Entrepreneur Show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mike, for enlightening us on so many things. I could not mention all of them, but we have learned a lot more than we knew. Thank you for a level up. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it. And I am your host, Kiran Agrar, signing off for the day. With that said, bye, guys.